Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 and good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your morning? Before I continue, I want to say my number one message, and my number one message is, if you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, Right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, once again, welcome to Talk With You. Today I'm coming to you guys with episode 83, and my title today, my topic today is, We Need to Pray. We Need to Pray. So my title today is We Need to Pray. We need to pray. We need to pray because we are living in a time right now. Jesus can return any day, any time, any season, any hour. The moment I am talking to you right now, God might return right now. That's one of the reasons why I am, you know, I'm taking the time today to actually talk to you guys about we need to pray about prayer. We need to pray. We are living in a dangerous time right now. We are living like in a dangerous time right now. The only way out is to, you know, is to prayer. The end time is at hand. Jesus is on his way. I believe Jesus just entered the car, start the car up. He just letting the car warm up so he can start, you know, so he can just come to us. If you know what I mean, is a, you know, you know, is actually a figure of speech that Jesus is on his car. He just start the car and then he's letting the car warm up. And we all can see, all of us can see right now, we are living like in the end time. We are living like in the end time right now. There is a lot of things that the Bible spoke about, talk about, that actually happening right now in this time that we are living in right now. A lot of us, we are living our life like we don't care. We're just living our life. We really don't care what's going to happen. 
a lot of us, we are living our life like there's no end time, like this earth not going to be destroyed. A lot of us, we are living our time, you know, our life like God is not returned. Some of you don't even believe in God. I know I talk about that so many times. I had a title about prayer, but that title, I believe, was What is Prayer? I was talking about what is prayer. I was trying to open you guys, you know, eyes and understanding to understand what is prayer. You know, and then I talk about the power within prayer, the power within the name of Jesus. But today I am telling you guys, we need to pray. We don't pray enough. We do not pray enough. We do not pray enough, ladies and gentlemen. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. Philippians uh, chapter 4, verse 6, I should say. Be careful for nothing, but in, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. You know, John uh, 15, uh, verse 7, I should say, if you are met in me and in, in my word and you, you shall ask what you, you know, you shall ask what you will and it will be done to, you know, unto you. So if you are met in God, like you are in God and then God is in you, whatever you ask in God, he will give it to you. I know the Bible say, you know, like in the end time, this is going to happen, that going to happen. But it does, there's, there's a lot of things that's happening right now. It's because us men of God and women of God, we are not praying enough. It's because me and you, we are not fasting the way that God want me and you to be fast. It's because me and you, we actually not taking the time to communicate with God. Prayer is a communi you know, communication with God. We are not praying enough. We are too busy like in this, you know, like earthly thing. A lot of you, you spend more time watching TV. You spend more time on TikTok. You spend more time on Facebook watching other people's videos. When God is calling you, he's whispering like in your ears for you to pray. You don't pay attention to that. Your family are dying spiritually. And then you say that you are a man of God, you are a woman of God, and then you are allowing, you know, you letting your, your family member, the one that's close to you every day, dying spiritually. Some people say, like, I don't know how to pray. I'm not praying because I do not know the way to pray. For the one that actually been following me for a while, you know, my family online that have been following me for a while. You guys know that I talk about that. You saying that you are not praying right now because you do not know what to, you know, how to pray. But I've been telling you guys, prayer is like you communicate with, you know, like you're talking like I'm talking to you guys right now. For the one that's listening to me live, uh, the one that's watching me live right now. 
It's like you are talking to someone because God live in us. That's the relationship that God want me and you to have. He want a close relationship between you and him. So when you when you like in a relationship with someone, you you communicate with the person. It's the same thing. You are talking to God. So we need to pray. Long time ago, back in the days, back when I used to be young, it was legal for people to pray in church or uh, in school. I remember like in um, you know, like the school that I went in, you know, like in, in Miami. I remember like before school start, you know, like at seven, seven something, eight something, people, you know, pray. They used to pray. They used to pray. And then like, it actually used to be legal for, for you know, for people to, to talk about the Bible in school. Now, I don't know who actually canceled that. I, I actually don't know who removed prayer from school. I don't remember who. I don't, I don't know if he's done with uh, Joy Bush or if it was somebody else. But they removed prayer from school. And I believe that's one of the reasons why all those stuff was happening right now in school, because there's no prayer in school. They don't teach the kid how to pray no more. They talk about like things that have nothing to do with God. They talk about like sexual thing they talk about like all the different things but they will move prayer prayer away from school we need to pray because when you go out you do not know if you're gonna return those people that actually died at the hospital not too long ago they didn't know they was gonna die they didn't know that, you know, like that kid was going to go inside the building and kill those people. Those students that actually died in the school in Texas, they actually didn't know they was going to die. Even their parents did not know they was going to die. So I don't know how many of them that they actually from a Christian family. Even us in a Christian family, when our, when our kids are going to school, we just let them go to school like that. You don't pray with them. We need to pray and we need to teach our kid how to pray. Jesus spent a lot of time praying. When Jesus was on earth, he spent a lot of time praying. He often went to a quiet place and prayed for hours at a time. Especially at difficult time in his ministry. You guys can see that in Matthew 14, verse 23. Uh, Matthew 20, uh, verse 23, uh, 26. Uh, Matthew 26, verse 36 to 41. Mark 1, uh, verse 35. Luke 5, verse 16. And Luke 6, verse 12. Jesus himself spent a lot of time praying because, because Jesus understand 
the meaning of prayer. Even him as a, as a God, he spent time talking to his father. I know when Jesus was praying, Jesus don't pray the way me and you pray. A lot of people this day, they want to pray because they want to show people they know how to pray. A lot of people, they are praying, they're praying about the same thing over and over. I believe when the Bible says that Jesus spent a lot of time praying, he just went somewhere and talked to his father and talked to our father. Probably Jesus, you know, like uh, sat down somewhere or he kneeled down, just communicate with, you know, with God, just talking to God. So Jesus actually left that example for me and you that we need to pray. He even showed you him as a God. Even though he's a God, he know that he have all power. He don't even need to pray. He actually left the example for me and you. And the Bible says even in his difficult time in his ministry. When Jesus felt like he was going to give up, what did he do? He went to pray. He asked, you know, the father, can he remove the cup from him? The cup means the suffer. Can he remove the suffering that he about to go through? Can he remove the suffering away? And then after that, he said, only by your will, let your will be done, not my will. So even Jesus left the example for me and you to pray. This earth is going through a lot right now because me and you that are calling ourselves a man of God and a woman of God, we are not praying enough. The enemy is taking over this earth because me and you are not praying. We releasing the power into the enemy's hand because me and you are not praying. So that's one of the reasons why today I'm talking to you guys that Telling you guys that we need to pray. We don't pray enough. Some of you, you pray once a week. Some of you, you pray once a month. Some of you, you pray once a year. Some of you, you pray every three years, every five years, every ten years. Some of you, you only pray when you go into problem. When you have something wrong going on, you know, something bad happening in your life, that's when you remember prayer. That's when you remember that, oh, there's a God in heaven. Let me go to God. Let me go pray. But God wants me and you to pray every day, every second, every hour. You think the enemy is actually not happy seeing that us, true men of God, true women of God, we're not praying? You think the enemy is not happy? Yes, the enemy is happy. That's what the enemy wants because the enemy knows if me and you put our minds together, we don't even need to be next to each other. So if me and you put our minds together and then we pray every day, there's stuff happening in this earth, the enemy will not be able to do it. There's a thing that happening like in your family, the enemy will not be able to do those, the, the thing that he actually doing within your family. In your marriage, there's drama inside your marriage. If you actually was praying every day, fasting every day, not every day, it's hard to fast every day, but you was fasting, but you was, and then you were meditating in the word of God, there's a lot of things that's happening within your family, within your marriage, actually was not going to happen. It's because me and you, we do not pray. We need to pray. 
your kids, your children are behaving. They are disrespecting you. I actually see a lot of kids disrespecting their parents. They're cursing at their parents, calling their parents' name. They even beat their parents. Those stuff are happening within your family because you are not praying. We are not praying the way that God wants me and you to pray. Some people say, I don't know what to ask in my prayer. I choose not to pray because I don't know what to ask. When I get on my knees, I don't know what to say. Okay, let me tell you something. Even, even though you don't know what to say, what to ask God, but there's somebody next to you that you can pray for. Sometimes we don't know what to ask for ourselves, but if you take the, take the time to pray for somebody else, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you what you need to say. Sometimes all we have to do is obey. Is obey. That's all you have to do. Get on your knees, obey, and then stay quiet. Even though you don't pray like in your spirit, you don't say a word, just because you obey, you get on your knees, you obey. Even though you stay quiet, you don't say a word. God understands what that means. God takes it very serious because you obey. God been... God been um, asking me for years, you know, for me to give him one one day a week and fast. For me not to eat within that day, for me to just focus on praying, for me to be to just focus on reading my Bible. I have been fighting to do that for so many years. Sometimes I do it for like a day, one one time. And then I just don't do it at all. And then like a few days ago, I said, you know what? I just need to obey. I just need to obey. So I started today. I've been fasting all day today. I haven't ate nothing. I, you know, I actually drink water, but I haven't ate nothing because I'm fasting. So I'm giving God this uh, Monday. I'm not saying that it's going to be every Monday. I'm the kind of person I actually like to trick the enemy. What do I mean about that? I don't set a time, a day for me to pray. I might do it like in my spirit, because the enemy do not know what you are saying in your spirit. Just because I choose to fast today, it doesn't mean that next week I'm going to fast again Monday. It might be Tuesday, it might be Wednesday, it might be Friday, it might be Saturday, but it's not going to be like the same day every week. So I started today. All I did, I just obeyed. To be honest with you, early this morning, when I started praying way early in the morning, I didn't even know what to say. I just got on my knees. I just obeyed. You know? And then a few hours later, I start, you know, I, I started praying again. And then, like, stuff started coming up my mind for me to say. Then I start saying you know, like saying the thing that God want me to say. And then after that, I went to pray again. A couple hours later, I went to pray again, same thing. So, you know, so sometimes God is just looking for the act, for the action. So a lot of you, God been putting things in your mind. God been 
putting things in your heart for you to pray for, you just don't want to do it. We are too busy watching television every day. We are too busy being on the phone talking to people every day. We are too busy doing two, three, four jobs. The thing that the enemy is doing right now is putting you to a lot of finance problems so you can only focus on working three, four jobs because you got so much bills to pay. You, you don't have time to pray God because you're working so much. When you get home, you get so tired, so exhausted. You don't, you don't even have a second to yourself. You just jump on the bed and go to sleep and then wake up again, take a shower and go to work. Some of you don't even have time to take a shower again. You just get up. You took like 30-minute nap, got up, change clothes, go back to work again because you are working so much. Those are the things that the enemy is doing because he do not want you to have time to pray. The enemy understands the power of prayer. But me and you, I've, you know, as a child of God, we do not understand the meaning of prayer. You know, we do not understand the meaning of prayer. If we did understand the power within prayer, me and you, we actually was going to pray every second, every hour, every minute, every day, every, every week, every month, every... Every year, we actually was going to pray every day in our life if you understand, understood the power within prayer. Once again, Jesus spent a lot of time praying. He often went to a quiet place and prayed for hours at a time, especially in a difficult time in his ministry. That is an example that God left for me and you. You know? That is an example. The famous, uh, you know, like Lord prayer is Jesus. You know, Jesus' model of prayer, perfect prayer actually was, first, we call God by his term like Father. When you are praying, the best way to, to call God the Father is like Father. When you say Father, you already know that you're not talking about your earthly father. You are talking to him. You know? Our Father in heaven, may your name be keep holy. You see, you say, Father, help me in this situation. Father. I don't even know what to say. Can you please talk for me? Can you please pray for me? There is a lot of things that we're able to actually say. There's a lot of prayer. You know, let, let's see if I can find them. You know, there's a few, there's a few prayers. One prayer that, you know, like Jesus, um, you know, actually teach me and you is in Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. Our Father who, who are in heaven, <clears throat> I'm sorry, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it, as, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtor. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You see? For your um, for this is the kingdom and the power and the glory 
forever and ever. Amen. Even if you do not know what to pray, if you say that prayer every day, because that is a prayer that Jesus himself said that we need to pray every day, that we need to pray. So if you only say that prayer every day, I promise you your life is going to be different. I promise you like things that happen in, in, you know, within your family not going to happen no more. I promise you like this door that opened like in your house that's supposed to be closed that, you know, like that, that actually was open, God going to close them. Your spirit is going to grow if you just say that prayer. That is the prayer of Jesus. You know, there is like a lot of prayer we're supposed to pray for your meal, your meal time. A lot of people, the reason why they die by present is because they're not praying on their food. A lot of us, we don't even have time. Me too. Most of the time, I don't even have time to pray on my food. Not just your food, even your water. The water that you are drinking right now, you're supposed to pray on it. You know, it's like food and water. Whatever you, you're going to put in your mouth, you need to pray on it. Okay, one meal prayer. Bless us, O Lord. And this gift which we are about to be received, you know, through, G, uh, through Christ our Lord, amen, our food, in the world where many work in hunger for friend, in in a world where many work alone, for our faith in the world where many, you know, like you know, like bless our food, bless the food that we are about to eat. You see, bless the food that we are about to eat. I'm gonna add more to that. You know, like to I'm gonna add more to it. We move all the bad. Thing that's inside the food. We move everything that's not off, you know, like that actually not good for my body. We move it from the food. And bless the food with your blood. And bless the food, you know, you know, like, you know, like add, you know, bless the food with your blood. When you say bless the food with your blood, that means that when God put his blood in that food, he cleanses the food. You know, he cleanses the food for you. When God cleanses the food for you, if somebody had put something in your food, it will be removed. The company that actually produced the food, you don't know what they do on the food. You don't know what kind of prayer they actually did before they sell the food out. Because everybody wants money these days. Those big corporations, are the way they make money, they make sacrifice. You know, they make sacrifice to the enemy because they want to make more money. So you do not know exactly what they did before they put the product out. Yeah, you might buy like a rice that's uncooked in a bag. To you, there's nothing wrong with it because the rice haven't cooked yet. But you do not know what the company did on the, you know, like, you know, like the uncooked rice. Yeah, most of you, you wash the, you know, you know, rice, making sure that, you know, you know, that you wash it like three times. Haitian people, we love to wash, you know, uh, you know, rice three times, whatever, you know, like food we're going to cook, we like to wash it like three times to make sure like we wash it very good. Okay, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean like whatever they did on the food has been removed. The only way to remove it is through the blood of Jesus Christ is by asking God to bless your food. You know, I have like a list of different prayer. I was going to write it down, but I forgot to do it. Biblical play, uh, prayer. There's another prayer that you can say. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He make me to, you know, to lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside the still water. He restore my soul. He lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You see? There's a lot of, you know, like that's in Psalm 23, verse 1 to 6. Psalm 23, my mom teach, you know, um, um, my mom, when I was like me and my brothers and sister, when, when we actually was very young, my mom taught us Psalm 23 by head in our language, in French. Creole is our language, French is our language, but he actually was in French. Since then, I memorized that verse. I never forget that verse, Psalm 23. There's a lot of other verse that my mom taught us to actually memorize. A lot of them I don't even remember, but when I'm praying, those verse pop up my mind, and I start remembering them. So a lot of us, we need to take the time to teach our kid, our children, how to pray. I believe I have, a, you know, a prayer for kids. Okay. One prayer that you can teach your kid. Children prayers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You can teach your kid to say that prayer. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him and our you know, food. Amen. Thank you for the world so sweet. Thank you for the food we eat. Thank you for the bird that sing. Thank you, God, for everything. Amen. Bless me, Lord, this night, I pray. Keep me safe till dawn of night. Bless my mother and my father. Bless my sister and my brother. Bless each little girl and boy. Bless them all for heavenly joy. Amen. You see, there is like different, you know, like different way that you can teach your kid or to pray. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray thee, Lord, your child to, uh, your child to keep. Your love guide me through the night and, and, and wake me with the morning light. Amen. Father in heaven, hear my prayer. Keep me in your loving care. Your loving care. Be my guide in all I do. 
Blessed are those who love me too. Amen. That is a prayer for a child. You know, if your child could remember that prayer right there, it will help a lot. You know? A lot of us, we are failing as a parent because we don't do that. A lot of us, you know, like our child become a criminal because we never took the time to teach them how to pray. We never took the time to even pray for them, even though you don't teach them how to pray, but you don't take the time to pray for them. A lot of our kids are, in, you know, you know, like in prison right now because we didn't do our job as a parent. A lot of you right now, you even teach your kid how to smoke in you know, a five, you know, you know, when they are like four years old, five years old. I met this kid, the, this guy, he told me that he'd been smoking since he was like four or uh, four, five years old because like his parents was a smoker. So they give him cigarette to smoke since he was very young. They give him alcohol to drink since he was very young. And then now he become a drug addict. You know, now all he can do is smoke, drink. And then you think that God gonna just watch you like that? No, God gonna make you pay for that because you didn't do your job as a child. You know, you didn't do your job as a parent. Instead of you teaching your kid or to do good, you're teaching them the bad thing. You're teaching them how to do bad. Instead of you helping them to have a, a better help, you are the one that destroying their help. So we need to pray. We need to take time to really pray. You know? We need to take time to learn how to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you pray, and then he will help you pray. You know, they even have prayer for people that die. You know, I don't really, I'm not saying like there's something wrong with that, but I'm not really the type of person that pray for people that die. A lot of people, like, even though the person lived their life and sent, you know, a sinful life and then they die doing sin and they actually didn't even have time to ask God for forgiveness to accept Jesus Christ into their life and Savior. People are praying for them, asking God to take their soul, receive them. Like, like this prayer right there. Prayer for those who die. Lord, welcome those who have died. Lord, welcome into your, you know, into your calm and peaceful kingdom. Those who, who have departed, you know, out of our present life to be with you. Grant them rest in a place with the spirit of the, of the just. just and give them the life that no that no 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 age the reward that passed not away through Christ our lord amen it's like people say that prayer even for the non believers that actually die there's a lot of um there's a lot of church right there if somebody you know a criminal die you know like a rapers die or kidnapper die whatever they're doing the you know they they're doing the funeral they are praying for the acting god to receive the soul and then they even claim that person go to heaven 
when they know for a fact that the person they even have time to ask God for forgiveness, the person went to hell. If you did not accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, there is no way that you go into the Father. So they even make that prayer, say that prayer for the non-believers. You know? But even... You know, even though they are not uh, believers, they still have prayer for them. You know? Uh, evening prayer. Oh, Lord, my God, thank you for bringing this day to a close. That means like to an end. That's when you're going to sleep. Uh, evening prayer. I can call it a night prayer or before, before going to sleep prayer. Oh, Lord, my God, thank you for bringing this day to a close, to an end. Thank you for giving me rest and body and soul. Your hand had been over me and has God me, God, and pre preserved me. Forgive my lack of faith, or you can say forgive my sin. And any wrong that I have done today. And help me to forgive all who have wronged me, wronged me or wronged us. Somebody that did something wrong to you, something back to you during the day. Let me sleep in peace under your protection and keep me from all the temptation of darkness. You see, keep me from all temptation of darkness. Into your hand I commit my loved ones. I commit to you my body, my soul, O oh God. Your holy name be praised. Amen. So that is a you know a prayer that you can say before you go to sleep. You know you know I'm saying those different prayers for the people that say they don't know how to pray, they don't know what to say when they are praying. You know like you know that's one well, that's one of the reasons why they don't pray because they don't know how to pray, they don't know what to say. So I'm giving you different type of prayer that you could say. You know, once again, our evening prayer, or prayer before you go to sleep. Oh, Lord, my God, thank you for bringing this day to a, to a close, to an end. Thank you for giving me rest and body and soul. Your hand has been over me. You know, your hand has been over me and it has God and prevent me, preserve me, I'm sorry. Forgive my lack of faith. And any wrong that I have done today, and help me to forgive all who have wronged me. Let me sleep in peace under your protection, and keep me from all the temptation of darkness. And to your hand I commit my loved one. I commit to you my body, my soul, O God. Your holy name be praised. Amen. You know, there is like all kind of way that me and you able to pray, ladies and gentlemen. There is all kind of way that me and you can pray. We just need to take the time and pray. Prayer can resolve anything that's happening on this earth. I know there is stuff that the Bible talk about, God talk about, they have to accomplish no matter what. Even if everybody like on this earth put together and pray together and ask God, 
to remove those stuff that's supposed to happen like in the end time i'm sorry they are not gonna change i'm not gonna listen to you because every prophecy in the bible has to happen even though we pray they nothing gonna change so this stuff that you might pray for that i'm not gonna change not gonna change there's another prayer prayer for peace if you are someone that's going through something you don't feel like you you know you don't feel joy you don't feel peace within you there's a short prayer that you can say lead me from death to life from falsehood to truth lead me from despair to hope from fear to trust lead me from hate to love from war to peace let peace fill my heart or our heart, our world, our universe. Amen. You see, you can pray for peace. If you don't know what to say, if you don't know what to say, you can just pray for peace. You know, if you do not know what to say. There is power within prayer. There is power within the name of Jesus. There is power within prayer. There's another prayer. Thanks be to you, O Lord Jesus Christ, for all the benefit you have run for me, you know, for all the benefit that you have for me. For all the pain and suffering that you have took upon you, O most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother, may I know thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, and follow thee more nearly you know like the old english like like he's saying that may i know you more clearly you know may i know you more clearly may i move more clearly may i follow you more clearly forever and ever amen there is a lot of prayer that we able to we are able to pray Sometimes I don't know what to say to people. You know, say to people sometimes. You know, we all know there's a lot of there's more people going to hell than heaven. That's one thing that everybody know. Even even if you are a believer, you are not a believer. We all know there will be more people going to hell than heaven. Because we are living in this uh, in a time right now, everybody, you know, people that used to be bad is getting worse. We are living like in a time right now that people don't have time for God at all. That's why there will be more people going to hell than heaven. God is not pleased. God cry every day, every time one soul goes to hell. 
a lot of people are dying right now or you know losing you know losing their soul right now is because of lack of prayer there's somebody that God put right here like in front of you every day and then God been putting in your heart in your spirit for you to pray for that person you never pray you know you never pray for that person but you always want people to pray for you a lot of people don't pray because they want somebody else to pray for them people like taking free ride free ride what do i mean about free ride you asking for somebody else to pray for you but you never want to pray yourself there's some stuff that's happening in your life there's some victory that you're supposed to have in your life you are the one that's supposed to go to war spiritual war you are the one that's supposed to pray and fast for you to have victory in the over those stuff that's happening in your life it's not you know asking for somebody else to pray for you you know there's another prayer in psalm 51 psalm chapter 51 1 to 2 and 10 to 12. have mercy O. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfolding love, according to your great companion. Blow out my transaction and wash away like my sin. Blow out my sin and wash away all my iniquity and, and cleanses me from my sin. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and we knew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence, O or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit. You see, grant me a willing spirit. What do you know it means? Because like a lot of us sometimes, you know, like, you know, our, not our spirit, our spirit is always ready. You know, our soul is being lazy sometimes. But our spirit is always willing to pray. There's another, you know, prayer. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the heart of your faithful. You see? And kind of in them the fire. And, you know, like, in, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Like, light in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created. And you shall renew the face of the earth, O oh God. You have took the heart of the true uh, of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant, grant by grant that by the gift of the same Spirit, we may be always truly rise and 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 ever with joy in your presence, ever with joy. In your son, and your son Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. In your son Jesus Christ. So that's another prayer. The sign of the cross. That's another prayer. The sign of the cross. In Jesus, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sometimes we don't even need to say much. All you got to do is say, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, I command this to stop. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, you know, I command my soul to pray, to be strong. You see, you're able to pray 
blessing upon your life, strength upon your life. You don't have to look for somebody else to do it for you. You're able to pray for strength upon your life. But we are too busy. There's another prayer. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. That's another prayer that you could say. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ. You see? The only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, life from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made. One and being with the Father, through him all things were made. You see, those are like different ways that you can pray. Through him all things were made for us, for us men in our salvation, he came down from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was born of a virgin Mary and become and became men. And became men. For our sake, he was sacrificed under the cross and suffered and died and was buried for our sin. On the third day, he rose again in fearfulness of the scripture. He ascended into heaven and he sat at the right hand of the Father. You see, you can use the, you can use the verse to just pray. Sometimes when we are reading, our, reading the Bible, you can read the Bible. You can read a verse as a prayer. Don't just read it, read it. You read it as a prayer. You know, you read it as a prayer. And stand at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who possess from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He had spoken through the prophet. We believe in one holy, you know, you know, you know, in one holy spirit. We acknowledge one baptism for forgiveness of sin. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the light of the world to come. Amen. So, you know, I'm just giving you guys different, the different prayer that you guys can pray. You know, if you guys want me to send you the list of all those prayer, I can, you know, send me a message. If you are international, send me a message on my WhatsApp. I will send you the list of those prayers that you can try to memorize them. Even though you don't memorize them, you can pray them every day. Choose one of them to pray every day. Um, I can even send it to you like on Facebook Messenger. There is a lot of way that me and you can pray. Another prayer. Glory, 
glory be glo glory to be glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and and even and ever shall be world without end amen that that is a short prayer you know some people might say like reading somebody else's prayer you know like is you know like don't mean nothing like god not gonna take it serious because you didn't um because you didn't um because you didn't read it from your heart because you didn't pray from your heart you're just reading somebody's prayer god choose everybody for a different thing god there's a lot of people that god choose them god put prayer in their mind in their spirit in their mouth for them to say and then god told them to wrote to write down every prayer so other people can be able to pray. It's because God knows a lot of us, there will be time, it will be hard for me and you know, to pray. But if we just take one of those prayers from, from a man of God, a woman of God, you will be blessed. God will heal you. You know? There's another prayer in Numbers chapter 6. 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord uh, lift up his, you know, like, you know, like his blessing on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift out your blessing on you and give you peace. Amen. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 13. The grace of of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be upon you. Amen. So, you know, I hope and I'm praying that you guys are taking those prayers very serious. You can even claim those prayers upon you the moment that I am saying them to you. There is a lot of ways that me and you can pray. We need to pray more. We need to fast more. This earth is shaking. This earth is going through a crisis. It's not going to result. It's not going to be fixed. The stuff that's happening right now is not going to be fixed. We need to pray for our future. We need to pray for things that are going to happen so God can prepare you for the worst that's going to happen. The thing that you're you seeing right now, happen right now is just a little. Little thing is not a lot. There's nothing to the thing that's about to happen. They're talking about like, you know, um, alien gonna come. You know, the enemy is using the term alien. Do you, do you know why the enemy is doing that? A lot of people is talking about alien gonna come. It's because the enemy know that God talk in the Bible. God say at the end time, there will be a rapture. He will come on the cloud and take his people. So the devil is using the scientists to use the term alien. They're talking about like there will be a you know invasion of alien. A lot of you know people are gonna be captured by the you know by the alien, and the alien gonna take them to another planet. The reason why they're saying all that, they don't want you to believe that God is the one coming to do it. 
when the rapture happened, so you don't believe Jesus Christ came. So you can believe an alien is the one that came and took those people and take those people. They want you to believe in the alien more than Christ that's going to return and take his people. So they don't want you to believe for the people that are going to be left, left, uh, left on earth after the rapture. The enemy want those people to believe that it wasn't Jesus Christ that came back and took those people. It was alien that, you know, you know, that took them. It was the, you know, invasion of alien. So that's why they've been talking so much about alien, this, alien, that, alien, this, alien, that. Yeah, the enemy might even appeal as an alien because he wants you to be deceived. The enemy is a deceiver. That's what he do. But if me and you pray, we'll, we'll, we will be alert. There is things that God going to reveal to you that you're going to be surprised, that you're going to be shocked. There's things that's happening in your, you know, in your life, in your family, within your house. When you start praying every day, you start praying the way God you know, asks us to pray. There, there is things that he's going to reveal to you that's happening right there, like in your life, in your heart, in your, you know, in your house. You will be surprised. Problem that's happening in your marriage, God will reveal it to you. You will be surprised. You wouldn't know exactly what to do. You wouldn't know exactly what the root of the problem is for you to pray about it or and then for you to resolve the problem, for you to cut the root of the problem. Only through prayer that we're able to recognize the root of every problem. You know? So we need to pray. We need to pray, we need to pray, we need to pray. I need to pray, I need to pray, I need to pray. If you used to pray like once a week, start praying like three times a week. If you used to pray like once a day, start praying like more than one a day. If you used to pray like once a month, start praying like once a week. In the, and, then like, and then when you start praying once a week, and then one day you, you're going to start praying two times a week, three times a week, five times a week, or seven times a week. Seven days a week. I'm praying every day is the best thing to do. After that, I just want to say thank you for, for the one that's listening to me, the one that's watching me. I pray that God, you know, help you guys. I pray that God spoke to you guys clearly the way he wants to. And I pray that God, you know, you know, like uh, plant, plant his word in your life. I pray that God give you the strength to pray every day. because. Because we can only have victory through prayer. You know, do God listen to, to the, to the non-believer's prayer? Yes, he listened to the non-believer prayer. There's a lot of things that's happening to the non-believer. They pray, God listen to them. So after that, I just want to say thank you, guys. Continue to support me, you know, and I know God will bless you. Have a good day. I will see you guys on Wednesday. God bless. Hello, thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 